irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, L.A. Talk Radio proudly brings to you the beer-drinking champions of the world, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, the man who drinks so much he pees barley and poops hops, Chris Finley. We are Drinking Dirty in Jersey! Woo! Yeah, woo! Cheers, everyone, and welcome to (laughs) Drinking Dirty in Jersey Live here on L.A. Talk Radio. And we have an awesome show lined up for you tonight. We have John Hall calling in, who is the author of the American Craft Beer Cookbook. And if you're watching us on Ustream, we have the book sitting there right in front of the screen right there. Uh, Just an awesome book. It tells you uh, what craft beers you can take and pair with some awesome foods. And and, you can uh, cook with it. And you can cook with it as well. He's also a beer journalist. He's appeared on uh, numerous TV shows and radio shows. And we're very excited to talk to him. We've been wanting to talk to him for a while now. We also have uh, Lunacy uh, Brewing Company uh, out of Magnolia, New Jersey, which is a newer brewery. Uh, but uh, their beer, I haven't had it yet, but it sounds like it's going to be awesome. And uh, we're very excited also to have them on the They have a really show. cool concept, too. I like their concept. Yeah, definitely. The name Lunacy, that definitely fits in And they have, ours. like, the Asylum Club. The Asylum Club, which is awesome. Which is really cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we're, we also thought we're going to be doing a beer taste test uh, with Sierra Nevada beers and what is it? Don't U- don't butcher it. I don't know how to say it. You Uinta? You Uinta? Gilk? Gilk? Do you know? Uinta? I think it's Uinta. U- I always said Unita, but I don't know. Unita, something like that. But, <laughs> Unitard. Um, and, and as you hear the other <laughs> Unitard, I like that. Uh, as you hear the other voice here in their studio tonight is our good friend uh, Stephen Gilk from El Dorado Winehouse. Which, if you if you've been listening to the show uh, for a long period of time, Since inception, you, you know Steve very well. So uh, stay hi- say hi, Steve. Stay stay hi. Yeah, stay hi. Hello, <laughs> hello, New Jersey and L.A. Yeah, woo! yeah. All right, <laughs> so gay. So so, Steve, um, I always get excited and I'm always interested in your love life because I know, like, um, you know, you're a single guy and, uh, you know, I really don't understand that I saw you uh, half naked in your boxer shorts a couple weeks ago and AC <laughs> passed out on the bed and, you know, uh, you're pretty put together uh, pretty well. I mean, uh, but how's the love life going Are right now? Are you hitting on guilt? <laughs> oh, definitely. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you know. It's not 3 a.m. Right, it's not 3 a.m. So the, the she <laughs> he's also not a she male. So, well, you also watch gay porn too. Yes, that's true. That's true. It's all the cards <laughs> in the table. I also watch gay porn. Gilk is not my type, though. Oh, okay. He's not my type. Um, I kind of like the uh, the uh, I don't know the Latin men. What? <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. I, right I really hope you're not really being serious. Anyway, esta noche my penis. Anyway, Gilk. So. <laughs> How's your uh, how's your love life going, man? Do you have any uh, hot leads or anything like that? It's, it's just been awful, absolutely awful. Oh my yeah. god! It's like a, a Toby. It's like Toby Keith and uh, Willie Nelson doing like a duet together. Like, mm-hmm. are you Willie Nelson? I'm like <laughs> yes, even yeah. So that would make it like doubly depressed. That's what I mean. Like. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I can't even imagine like being out there in the field. So right you're on now like dating sites, right? Dating that, sites. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. Like Match.com and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like that, that. you can't like meet women in bars anymore. It's just like I don't know what it is. It's just nothing. It's not like the way it was in college. You know, like in college it was fun. You go out, you would drink, you mm. you know whatever. It was you know it's all good times. Now it's like you're always waiting to find what the problem the woman has. Like <laughs> she's got some kind of like serious issue, and you're just trying to find it. Like, <laughs> it's because you're meeting women online. Yeah. I think most women online have serious issues. No, I think that, I think that's true. Did you, have you ever checked out the farmersonly.com? Oh my god, you should totally do it. It's a farmers only. <gasps> well, apparently it's just for farmers. But when oh. I first saw the commercial, I thought it was we a Saturday was Night fake. Live skit. But it's like really real, and I guess. Only farmers are supposed to go on there and, and check out broads, but you should try that out. Maybe you'll get lucky. Because you like yes. country music. Maybe you can yeah. pretend. Yeah, you like country music, so you can relate. I could, um, be like, yeah, I uh, could bail some hay. Yeah, right. Oh, right. there you go. <laughs> Rolling the hay. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, Utah. Give me two. Two beers, that is. And I'm drinking a pretty exciting beer tonight. I'm drinking a Deviant Dales uh, by Oscar Blues, uh, Indian Pale Ale. I love their beer. I haven't had this one before, and um, this one is actually pretty strong on the ABV level. It's 8% alcohol volume. So um, 
I'll have to drink this one a little slow. Otherwise, uh, by mid-show, I'll probably be slurring my speech. And um, Cassie, I know you're not drinking, but if you could be drinking tonight, what do you think you'd be drinking? Well, if I could be drinking tonight and we didn't have a show, I'd be at the AC Beer Fest, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> um, me too. <laughs> but uh, Gilk brought over the last Game of Thrones, so I'd probably be drinking that, the Valor Morgalis. Nice. Armageddon. Nice. No, I, I, I liked all the Game of Thrones beers, so I'm very excited to try what that one. We well. had that one. I was on Big Brew. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. The blonde one was the was blonde was the. I liked the blonde one, but it was I just black. You know what I didn't like? I didn't like the stout. I thought it was too weak. Like it was too watery. That was I wasn't the, a huge uh, fan of that one. What was take that the, the black. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, take the black stout. And then what was the one before this? There, one? there was one with the dragon. That was with the dragon. I liked that one. That was uh, it was okay. Something red. Yeah, it had like spices in it. Yeah, yeah. That one was all right. I haven't liked it. I just don't like the. I, I'm not a big Amagong fan. I don't well, know. I'm, just, I'm not really either. But I'm not a big fan reasons. of them either for other reasons other than their beer. But I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, but um, Gilk, you're drinking as well. What are you drinking, buddy? I'm drinking Wild Turkey 101. Motherfucker. Meat. Yes. <laughs> this motherfucker surpassed the beer and is just right to the hard stuff. Right. You got to respect the man that's yeah. drinking whiskey. And for those. Female single listeners out there, hey man, this guy's drinking whiskey. Yes, um, you know he pretty much uh, runs a uh, liquor store. We can hey. send you Nate. We can send you like almost naked pictures yes. of him. Almost naked yes. pictures of him. So you know, let's get this motherfucker off these date sites yeah. and let's just find a DDIJ listener that hooks up well with guilt. Oh my god, DDIJ <laughs> matchmaking. There like we go. <laughs> let's get it going. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, every show we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, guess what? You drink. Guess what? (laughs) Tonight's drinking word is sharded. (laughs) Oh, drink! (laughs) An example of that. Actually, anyone you don't know what sharded is, that's if you go to, you're in public and, you know, obviously you're dressed. It's not even in public. Anywhere, I guess, but it's more embarrassing in public. And you go to fart. Okay, and a little bit of shit comes out. That's sharded. Yes. Oh, drink. I said it. Nobody oh. said oh. <laughs> what are you, Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> All right, here's an example of sharded. The, oh, drink. Oh. The last time I told Cassie um, <laughs> it smells oh, really no. bad in our house, and I told I told her that it was one of the dogs, it was really because I sharded. I oh. died. And Cassie, what's another example? <laughs> Every time I look at Pops, I think he's sharded. Oh, drink! <laughs> he's just brown. <laughs> inappropriate, Bell. Inappropriate. <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> we're appropriate ever. Like, really. Speaking of Pops, Pops uh, actually, uh, I guess, uh, kind of went out over and beyond our radio show last week. He uh, actually uh, called another... Uh, radio show that is on the same channel that we're on, uh, LA Talk Radio. He actually called the Lexington Steel Show. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, he's like this like famous black porn star. But just just Google him. Just Google him, and, and he'll come up. He has a humongous. Be careful ride. when you Google him, though, if you're at work. <laughs> yeah, right. Do it in the privacy of your own home, yeah. not in front of your wife. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> so be like. But pops, you, you know, he, he's told me in the past that he's he appreciates Lexington Steel and his ability to uh, pound girls thoroughly. So he decided to uh, to call the show, and he was kicked off the show because he said the word honky. Which the last time I checked, I didn't think honky was a very bad word. No, he, he also said the n word too. Well, no, he no, didn't. he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he did not. No, he didn't. Pops would never cross that line. I don't know. <laughs> no, he Pops, didn't. Pops never used Gilk, that word. I think you were drunk when we watched. No, I, 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 I swear there were two calls. No, I swear no, there were. I, I, I no. I'm gonna like. I want, I want to Google it right now. Well, but in any case, uh, we're, we're going to play the call right now okay. and just take a listen to it and uh, and uh, hear what uh, hear what Pops said. Uh, All right, turned up a little bit there, Chief. You gotta check out anything from private or pirate, right? Yeah. Fucking incredible. Now we have two callers. Uh, we're gonna address one right now, and we have another one that's on hold. Um, let's hit this one first. Hello, caller. This is Lexi Live Show. Talk to us. Yes, hello, uh, this is, uh, Pops from, uh, Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Is this, uh, Lexington Steel? That's, that's correct. Uh, hello, you hungry motherfucker. What's Your going on? Your fish from the resort is as big as Pops. Hey, you're on the line here. You've got Amir Adar all the way from Budapest, Hungary. Talk to her. Hey, how are you? Oh, hey, Amir, oh, you big-pitted hungry. Oh, my God, I'm hungry and fuck your ass. And that's just, that's just because that's where you're from. <laughs> I usually only fuck midgets, but oh my 
Okay, face lock or all right. That uh, we don't take that type of language here in the We don't take that type of language on a show. However, right before that, they were talking about cum dodging. <laughs> they were talking about cum dodging. So cum dodging is acceptable on election. But honky ass isn't. But honky ass. That's isn't. why I got confused because you said this is from Budapest. So I thought he hung up on you at first. Hung up <laughs> oh, on pops no, at first, no, no. which would be extremely rude to hang up on pops. You know, gotta respect an elder. I, I wish pops was that talented to be able to call back that fast. <laughs> <laughs> but he only Speed has dial. right. He only has two puppet arms, and you know, one puppet arm has the phone, and the other puppet arm. Has and we don't even want to know what the other puppet arms got. Anyway, I think we have our first uh, guest calling in, and uh, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Oh, hey, it's Trina Hall calling. Hey, John, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good. Very, awesome, awesome. Very excited that you're calling in. And uh, we were talking about you a little bit before, but um, you, you're, you're a beer journalist. You cover beer and the culture of drinking. Um, and uh, you're the author of one of our favorite books, uh, The American Craft Beer Cookbook. And uh, we're very excited to talk to you. And we just have a couple of questions for you now. Um, now, tell us a little bit about your past and how you got into the full-time pursuit of the ever-growing American craft beer scene. So, yeah, I covered uh, real news for a lot of years. I was a newspaper reporter. I covered homicides and government and all sorts of stuff, and uh, I got to travel around quite a bit. And uh, I found out that uh, when I was on the road for work, rather than uh, getting a uh, mediocre beer and burger at the Holiday Inn Applebee's, that it was easier to find a, a brewery nearby and get a better mural and a better pint. And uh, one thing led to another, and I started doing that more and more, and then I started writing about it a little bit, and one thing led to another. And now, uh, somehow, I just happen to make a living off of writing about beer, which is kind of cool. Awesome! Yeah, that's definitely awesome. Um, you're, <laughs> you're also uh, an international beer judge. I mean, you judge beer competitions around the world. Um, what are some of the competitions that you've judged? It sounds so fancy when you say international beer judge. Like there's some sort of like legitimacy to it. Like I'm walking around with like a top hat and a sash that says international beer judge on it. Um, I should I should uh, you know get a tailor to to get something like that going. Um, so I, obviously the, the the coolest competition that I judged uh, I was the first time judge at the Great American Beer Festival last year, uh, which was awesome. And I did a couple of the uh, the medal rounds for a couple of beers, including experimental and. Um, uh, some stouts, uh, which was really, really cool. But, uh, you know, I've judged beer competitions in Chile and uh, Spain and uh, and quite a few other places as well. Um, uh, but quite a few around the U.S. I've been lucky to be a finalist judge on um, uh, the Sam Adams Longshot competition for the last couple of years as well. So they're, they're homebrew uh, contests. And that's, that's a really cool way of connecting with a lot of what's going on in the homebrew world these days and being able to be part of a team that picks some winners that get their beers brewed uh, commercially and, you know, they get a lot of love from uh, from the community. Uh, that's always been a cool thing to, to judge as well. Awesome, awesome. Now, when you were judging the beer competition in Chile, were you nervous eating the food that you might have to leave because you might have sharted? Oh, drink! <laughs> Hold on, let me take a drink here. <laughs> uh no, I, not not so much. Uh, they they took really good care of us when when we were down there. The food uh, the food was actually really awesome, uh, and the wine was even better. So uh, yeah, no no complaints when we were down there. Uh, on a whole separate trip to uh, to Peru, uh, yeah, I found myself in that situation. But uh, the chili was great. Awesome, awesome. Now um, I know you've visited more than nine hundred breweries in the United States and across the world. Um, what are some of your favorite breweries that you've been to? Wow, man, that's that's tough. I mean, there's. Uh, last week I just wrote about Lakefront Brewery in Milwaukee, and if you've never been on a Friday night, it is I think one of the best tours uh, anywhere out of any of the ones that I've ever been to. Um, they do a Midwest fish fry on Friday nights, and so you get like uh, you know great fish and chips uh, done Midwest style. They have a polka band that plays. Uh, the whole atmosphere is just a lot of fun. And if you've taken the tour beforehand, uh, Lakefront does this really cool thing where they give you a beer before the tour starts. Awesome. Midway through the tour, they stop and they give you a beer. And then you get a beer at the end of the tour. So if you're not having a good time after the tour itself, uh, you've done something wrong. Uh, but Lakefront uh, is, is one of my happy places, and, and, and that tour is certainly one of them. Um, you know, on like, the whole nerd angle... Um, I did a tour at uh, Cantillon uh, uh, just around the start of the new year, 
was, and it was my first time there. And that's just something everybody should see. Uh, it's just a remarkable place uh, there in Brussels. But, uh, you know, close to the home uh, here in the U.S., you know, go check out Sierra Nevada. I love it out there in Chico. Um, getting up to Boston and like Harpoon has a really cool room that they've set up recently. Um, Two Roads in Connecticut does a really nice job uh, as well. That's a fun tour and it's a, it's a cool brewery to see. And uh, you know, I just I just like walking into a place that feels lived in and feels comfortable and feels like uh, the community supports the brewery and that the brewery supports the community. And that, and that's something that comes with you know a genuine respect for the craft of it all. And uh, uh, it's cool to see that more and more these days. Definitely, definitely. I mean, that's, that's the one downfall of uh, New Jersey and the breweries is that you're not allowed to drink until you take a tour. So you actually have to go through the tour completely sober unless Every you're pre um, and Every so, time, too. Every time, too. So if you go to the yeah. same... Like if you live across the street from a brewery and you go there every day, every day you go there to drink, you got to take the tour first, which is uh, thankfully they I know mean, though and they keep it quick and, and yeah. light. Sure, yeah, no, it's uh, you know once you've seen stainless, you've seen stainless. Um, uh, but you know if you, if you live across the street from a brewery, if you're lucky enough to do that, uh, you might as well just get the job there. Uh, right. taking the tour, but uh, yeah, Jersey needs to change some of its laws when it comes when it comes to that. Um, uh, there's a few things that, that they obviously need to address, but uh, uh, that's certainly one of them. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, you're also the author and co-author of some really awesome books about beer and breweries. Um, our personal favorite is well, the... Now, now you guys are just blowing smoke. If you check us out on the Ustream, it's we have there. the book right there. We actually have... The no, book. I see it. I see it. I, I'm, I'm watching you guys. Uh, I got my eyes on you guys. Now, um, for, for those listening yeah. that have read the book, just tell us a little bit about the the American Craft Beer Cookbook. Well, I, from cover to cover, it's just a fantastic read, and I encourage people to start with page one and just read straight through. Um, a lot of people don't do that with cookbooks, but uh, but it, it reads like a novel, I think, and I think that that's something that everybody should be uh, be, be looking at. No, um, yeah, you know, the book is really about pairing good beer with good food. Um, there's a lot of recipes out there and there's a lot of focus these days on cooking with beer. And I think that that's cool because if you add beer to a dish, it is sort of like adding a whole new spice cabinet to things. But I really like the idea of what's on your plate matching or contrasting or complementing, uh, what's on the dish, um, or what's in your glass rather. So that's what I like. That's what I really wanted to do with this book is not just cook with beer, but really highlight, uh, really great pairings. And, and there are some really surprising ones in, in putting this book together uh, and working with some of the breweries around the country and coming up with some really unexpected stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. It's uh, also good yeah. for people that are studying to be uh, for the Cicerone, too, because they can, you know, get some ideas of what to do and, you know, where to be. Yeah, you know, I've I, I, I heard that, um, you know, and uh, uh, I got a really nice compliment on the book from, uh, from Ray Daniels, uh, who founded Cicerone, uh, which is uh, one of, the, one of the, the cooler compliments that I've gotten uh, all along. You know, the, the day job is running all about beer magazine, and uh, we just added Ray Daniels in our next issue uh, to join our Beer Talk panel, where he's doing expert reviews with some of our other people like Charlie Papagian and Garrett Oliver and you know, folks like that. And, uh, yeah, I have tremendous respect for that program. So anytime that, uh, uh, people seem to use my book to, to study for that, I think that that's just an awesome compliment. So thanks. No, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I, I once wrote a book too. It was a coffee table book about coffee tables. I read that book. Yeah. Well, it just didn't, <laughs> it didn't take off that well. It didn't take off that well. So yeah, but you were on Regis and Kelly though. Yeah. And I knocked or it over. Regis and, uh, Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee and I knocked yeah. it over by accident. So yeah. Um, happens. So when you write a book, do you get, you get an advance, right? Like you get like, how much you get per book? Like a buck? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it's, it's less than that. It's, uh, it's not really as glamorous as people think. Uh, you know, you, you, you write a book and people think that, uh, that suddenly you're going to get showered with riches. And, uh, it, it works out really well if you're Stephen King or J.K. Rowling or somebody like that. But, uh, uh, no, I, I, I sort of, um, writing a book, I like to say, is sort of acts of humility. Uh, when you get those royalty checks. Um, it's really nice that people buy the book and the book has done really well. But, uh, I'm not going to retire off of these checks by any means. I'm lucky to pay a Verizon bill. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, now, um, but that's only because you know Verizon gouges you. So, gotcha. Um, now, do you have anything uh, coming up that you uh, that you'd like to promote? 
Oh, that's an excellent question. Probably. There's probably a bunch of things that I, I should be promoting at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'll be some places. Um, yeah, uh, All About Beer Magazine puts on a couple of uh, really cool beer festivals in different parts of the country uh, each year. So we have one coming up in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, in a couple of weeks, and another one in Cleveland, and uh, one in Charlotte, North Carolina, in the next couple of, uh, of months. So if you go to allaboutbeer.com, uh, there's some stuff there. I'll be at all those. And uh, um, I'm sure... Oh, I should probably mention that I'm also going to be part of the Brooklyn Nash Tour. Uh, that's going on. I forgot all about that. But uh, Brooklyn uh, does top takeovers and big events in every in a bunch of cities every year. And uh, Steve Hindi, the co-founder of the brewery, is going to be doing these uh, state of craft beer talks where he's going to be talking about important issues in the industry. And uh, the magazine signed on to uh, be the media sponsor. So I'm going to be going to cities like New Orleans and London and uh, Stockholm and a few other places uh, talking about uh, great American beer and uh, uh, the good and the bad that we're facing. In these days. I know uh, so you're, I think that's just BrooklynNash.com but yeah I know you're going Sorry, to North I, uh, I told you about those chips don't eat those chips they're bad news we were sick oh, that's right gotta know it yeah um, I, I, really I, I should not eat them no. no. Oh my God. I was in tears. My whole face, like a brewer he just came crying. out. He's like, yo, try some of these chili pepper chips. And I'm drinking. I'm like, oh, chips. That's awesome. <laughs> and I had one and I was in tears. I couldn't breathe. We had sore throats. My, like we couldn't. So, and we were on vacation. We're like, this is great. We're oh, like sick like, for like two days. It, it was terrible. I couldn't even drink anymore. Like just stay away from those chips. If <laughs> a brewer comes them. out and offers you the chips. Like secret chips. Don't, like, just like don't say, do no way, sir. No, I'm not having those chips. <laughs> it's a trap. I'm telling you. Just don't have those chips. <laughs> <laughs> Do not eat the chips. No. <laughs> all right, maybe. That's, uh, you know, or maybe I'll just find somebody that I don't like all that much down there and, you know, try to pass them off. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm apparently much meaner than you guys. That's, uh. Or just keep an alternate chip in your pocket. Pretend to eat the chip and be like, this is not the <laughs> There you go. That's, that's, a, mean, like, that's a great plan. Yeah. The guy will be <laughs> like, hell, you have no idea. Or he's switching the chips. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you just put like a like a ringer in there, like a ringer chip. Like you get like a big bag of Lay's, and then you just drop one of those in there and just wait for the magic to happen. As long as you eat the right chip. Yeah, yeah, just don't make a mistake with <laughs> yeah. the wrong one, because I'm telling you, you'll pay for it, my friend. <laughs> All right, that's, yeah, it's noted. I appreciate the heads up. I will uh, yeah, proceed yeah, with We definitely don't want you to uh, shart in the brewery. Oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, we really appreciate you calling in. Uh, we're, we're honored to talk to you, man. Uh, we, you know, we encourage all our listeners and uh, to go out there and, and get the American Craft Beer Cookbook and, uh, you know, continue to follow and read you. all about uh, beer magazine, too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. And we really, really appreciate you calling in, and thanks for your time, buddy. Yeah, guys, thanks so much, and uh, keep up the good word of, uh, you know, spreading good news about Jersey. So thanks for doing what you guys do. Awesome, awesome. All right, thank you, man. All right, have a good night, guys. Uh, you too. too. Mendez out. <laughs> Mendez out. I'll tell you one thing, though. When you think, what a relief it is when you think you actually shard yourself and you go to check. Oh, that, drink. <laughs> it's not a shard. Like, what a relief that is. Are you, like, are you the referencing, way, like, the Pepto Bismol commercial? I've like, done that before where you think you shard and you put your hand back there. Yeah. Just to feel to make yeah. sure you don't. Are you serious? And then when there's yes. nothing there, you're like, oh, like, yes. in your yes. It's like the most. Like, like, or outside. No, no, you can't really feel it outside. Unless there's like moisture coming through yeah. or something you like put that. Your hand in your pants. You think you you're telling me that you never farted so hard before that you thought you might have shit yourself? Yeah, I have, but I've never checked. I went in the bathroom. You How do you know? Because you go in the bathroom. You don't just put your hand down the bathroom. Sometimes the bathroom's not an option. Down. What if you come out with like a poop hand? Then you, then you run to the bathroom <laughs> real quick and you start washing off. <laughs> You just go uh, start shaking uh, every every old man's <laughs> hand you can. <laughs> like, oh, hey, like, buddy, nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, like on uh, mall rats. <laughs> yeah, stink palm. Stink palm as many people as you can because you don't get that much opportunity to have such a great stink palm. Oh, my palm. God. <laughs> that was a really good interview. He's like my hero. No, he's awesome, John. All. I don't want to like um, blow smoke up his ass, but he no, really No, no, is. he's great he's, interview. I wish I could go do what he does and go to those places. And I mean, like, ugh. I, I know about Lakefront. We were supposed to go there when we were going to go to Milwaukee. Instead of New well, that's Orleans. what I'm talking about. What he was talking about, like, um, as soon as you go in the brewery, you can have a beer. In the middle of the tour, you can have a beer. And then at the end, you can drink. 
that's the way it's supposed to be. Yes. You're not going to the brewery just to walk to look around. at the tanks. I mean, yeah, like, look oh, at the tanks. The tanks this is how great. we make beer. We make beer yeah. like everybody else, and yeah, we might have some original ingredients, but for the most part, we're the same thing that you always see. We want to try the goddamn exactly. beer. So New Jersey needs to get up in the shit it's and change law. the laws. And that's the no. Law. I know it's not the brewery. I know it's New Jersey. It's also but. like I mean, we've come a long way, though. I mean, they didn't even used to be able to sell beer on the premises, and now they can. Well, that's like, true. Like, it used to be like, yeah. oh, you can only give out samples like Weyerbacher. You get, it's like free samples, and that's it. And, you know, like, you couldn't take beer to go. You well, couldn't... Wasn't Weyerbacher PA, though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of... It's yeah. like, they're like that. They they only give out free samples. Like, they can't sell beer. I mean, they can sell to go, but they can't sell it at the brewery. Because it's all licenses, because you have different licenses. It's right. This and that. Just... If it's a brewery, just, you know, the hell with the license. Just, you know, how many breweries are you going to have? Like, Right. And, you know, the Wirebacker, you go there and you drink for free. So any uh, JEWs out there that are listening, there you go. There you go, my friends. <laughs> you get some free stuff right there. I, all right, folks, at this point, I would like to pause the show to take a commemorative chug of beer to a man who once – and there's different, uh, there's different uh, opinions on this. Different people saw him do different things. But at one time, drank 127 beers in one sitting in a hotel bar and then passed out in the hotel lobby. This is the man, the legend, the greatest drunk of all time, Andre the Giant. Cheers, cheers Andre. Andre. Woo! I can't cheers you, but – Yeah, do your uh, imaginary beer there. <laughs> it's a liter. Can you tell? <laughs> There you go. I'm like at Oktoberfest and shit over here. <laughs> um, There's actually an interesting story that came out last week that I wanted to bring up on the show. And it was uh, – uh, the title of the story is Man Shoots oh, Friend. Oh, God. This is awesome. Man Shoots Friend for Bringing Him the Wrong Brand of Beer. But this isn't like what you think. Like uh, this man wanted a Budweiser and a friend brought him a Bush, bush. instead. It's which the I same thing. That's Two what I was thinking. Two shitty-ass beers. Like yeah. who cares? Same thing. So the man came back with the Bush beer. And the guy drew a gun and shot him because it wasn't a Budweiser. Now, this is what Budweiser does to people. Yes. <laughs> they get so – They may not be fussy, but they're ready, willing to shoot people over it. And, and you know what? I mean I, I hate Budweiser. I hate everything about them. I, I can't stand the beer. It's disgusting. But they do have loyal goddamn people that yeah. just drink yeah. Bud. And that's all they'll drink. They're not open to anything else. They're not open to, to trying We know one of them. Else. He's a good friend of ours. Yeah, a good friend of ours, believe it or not. He only drink bubble we'll Which is him. good for us, though, because if he comes over, we know he's not drinking our good beer. No, but it's and not he brings good. his own. But it's not good if he leaves his Budweiser behind. That just gets thrown out. Yeah, that's true. But but we bring him to, like, these awesome, you know, craft beer bars that have, like, you know, 14 craft beers on tap. And Bud he, bottle. He'll order a Bud bottle. That's it. Won't even try it. Not, not, not open to it. Not nothing. So, anyway, I think we have our other guests calling in. So, uh, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hey, this is Ed from Lunacy Brewing Company. Hey, buddy. Um, thank you, you so much for calling in, man. We're very excited to talk to you. Um, now, I've, I've done a little bit of research on your brewery. Now, tell us a little bit about the history of Lunacy Brewing. What made you guys decide to, to uh, open up a brewery? Well, we started about four or five years ago, the guys that uh, are all involved in the process or in the brewery. And we were just, uh, you know, homebrewers like a lot of other people. Started doing our own thing, and we started making. We were really into the hoppy stuff at one point, and we were into more like malt balanced hoppy stuff as well. And we started making an IPA that we were really happy with, and we just kind of decided to take a run with it. You know, if one thing led to another, it's like, hey, maybe we should start thinking about doing this. And it was like, hey, that's crazy talk. You know, it's like, that's a lunatic. You man, you're crazy. <laughs> you know, we started thinking crazy, lunacy, lunatic. So we're like, hey, it's a good name, all that jazz and. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we form an LLC, and you know, overnight success. Three, four years later, when you get all the uh, paperwork right, we're we're right. starting to swing. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so, so I guess that's obviously where the name came from. Is is uh, th- th- that's where you came up with Lunacy Brewing? Obviously, is that? Yeah, it's all started in a garage, man. Just like a lot of folk. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I used to work for the New York Yankees, and George Steinbrenner actually had me committed because of a report I handed in, and it was so crazy. He uh, it really wasn't mine though, but uh, but he threw me in a, a loony bin. So thank God I got out. Uh, <laughs> now, but uh, now just uh, get, getting into some of the beers that you brew, like um, your flagship beer, uh, Lunacy IPA. Tell us a little bit about that beer. Well, it's, a, it's an IPA. It's, it comes in at about six point seven percent. It's got a good amount of hops to it. Good malt balance. We use uh, Centennial, Simcoe, Warrior, and Cascade in it. Uh, that's probably the first one, like I said, that we were was really our 
the one that we started to run with, we're, that, that was, maybe we were real happy with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Besides that, we have the, the sanitarium double IPA, which is my personal favorite. That, that thing will knock you over. It's a nine percenter, uh, dry hops. We use Simcoe, nice. Cascade, Chinook, a lot of Chinook, Amarillo, Warrior, ton of hop in that too. So basically, they're the, the two main IPAs that we make. We also uh, we make a chocolate peanut butter stout, the Rocket Chocolate Peanut Butter Stout, nice. which is kind of our version of. Uh, Obviously, the, the Sweet Baby Jesus is kind of a very popular style, but we thought it was a little... You know, some people can do one or two, and that's all. You just kind of put it down, but we tried to make a, a more sensible right. version of it, obviously, with the stout instead of a porter. What's the uh, ABV on the stout? The stout ABV is six and a half. Six okay. and a half. All right, that's good. That's, that's good. Nice. So, so far, your beers have a pretty high ABV, which is which is awesome. Um, now, yeah, we, it's so, decent. Yeah, Go ahead. Decent. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Um, now, I mean, is there any other uh, beers that I'm missing that you guys are in the process of making or that you have out? We have a, a Belgian Blonde that we make as well, and we make a Moonhaller Pale Ale. The, the Moonhaller is kind of our homage to the, in a weird way, the Centennial IPA by uh, Founders. We decided to make a all Centennial Hopped Pale Ale. Nice. And, uh, I love that name, really Moonhauser? Oh, Moonhaller. Moon, moon. <laughs> Moonhower, yeah. A lot, a lot of lunar uh, references, either, either to the moon or insanity, one way or the other. That makes a lot of places. sense. Because <laughs> it's, it's lunacy. That makes a lot of sense. Don't listen to him. He's <laughs> been drinking Dales. <laughs> I've been drinking Dales uh, 8 percenter, so uh, just bear with me a little bit on the interview. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you get off the stool in the taste room, and you're going to wobble a little bit. So you'll be- <laughs> <laughs> now, um, now uh, as, as I was doing some research on your site about the brewery, now you guys, your brewery is now open. The tasting room is now open now to the public? We are open. Yeah, we're open Fridays 5 to 10, Saturdays mm-hmm. 12 to 8, obviously tasting room. We're very small. We're three-barrel. You know, we're all still working the day jobs. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't sleep anymore. We're either brewing or cleaning or kegging or working the regular job. It's, but it's, gotcha. it's, it's all happening very fast. We're about three months into this, and we're already you know looking at other systems because we're too small. So it's, yes. uh, it's, it's been very good, very fast. Now, is there is there a lot of convenient exits in the tasting room in case somebody sharted? Oh, drink! <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> I was right here. What you said? <laughs> no, don't worry about don't it. Worry I don't think you really it. needed to hear what I just said. Um, anyway, is there any um, is there any any special events coming up that you like to promote for the brewery? Well, we are doing our first uh, tasting. We're doing a, a first festival. It's the local one to us. Uh, a couple townships over. We're out of Magnolia, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be at Merchantville uh, in April 25th, Blue Monkey. has a nice fest that they have twice a year, so that'll be our first uh, coming out party for some folks that can't get to the brewery. And we'll be bringing the IPA and the uh, Rocket Chocolate Peanut Butter Stout. Awesome. 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 Yeah, we're very we're very excited that you called them. We're actually very excited to try your beers. Um, I actually can't wait yeah, to try. Yeah, you got to get down. You got to get down. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait to try that double IPA. That, that I want to really try that awesome. stout. I'm, yeah, I'm a big peanut really butter really stout fan. No, I like the Sweet Baby Jesus. Like you said, I can have one. Yeah, they're and hard then I to take. Move on to something right. else. Right. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but, yep. but yeah, I mean, I I really appreciate calling in, uh, and I encourage our listeners to get down to your brewery, and we're going to get there as soon as we can. Uh, but thank you very Absolutely. much, and we uh, wish you all the luck in the world, man. I got to tell you real quick, we are streaming you at the brewery right now, and there are people listening in the tasting room. Awesome! Like to holler, Hi, Lucy Brown like Company, <laughs> yeah, You should try to do something. Well, no, no, everybody say hello. Say hello, guys. Everybody. Hey! Hey! Awesome ladies there. <laughs> there yeah, three single Hello. ladies there. We got uh, without Steve. any serious issues, <laughs> yeah, like, life issues. Right. Well, they are in lunacy, so they might not be. <laughs> well, that's true yeah. too. There is a bit. There's a straight jacket for everyone here. You're all welcome. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. Awesome. Nice Thanks man. For well, Thanks for the time, guys. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Mendez out. <laughs> be well. All right, folks, that was, uh, that was Lunacy Brewing, and uh, just awesome startup brewery. Uh, we're very excited for them. Hopefully, uh, Where they, is Magnolia? Is that kind of like Atlantic I City? Know. I was going to ask them, um, but I thought maybe one of you knew. I had no idea. <laughs> I've never heard of Magnolia. Like they should do something. Where, there's like all these abandoned mental hospitals. Like, do something in there. Like, you know, oh, my God, that'd be fantastic. That would be awesome. It's a lot easier said than done, though, man. Well, I mean, I mean like, building a brewery and a lunatic like, asylum. Like, no, I'm not saying like, build it. Like, do like a thing there. Like, <laughs> like just go know. in the fucking mental hospital. Like, just do a thing there, because a lot of lunatic 
lunatic asylum is just like, oh, bring your beer over here. No, Let's like have a beer event like an at the Looney one. Bin. In an abandoned one. <laughs> in an abandoned one. Illegal. Oh, that's great. Come to an abandoned lunatic asylum and drink our beer. That would be so- I would go. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get you abroad here, man. You're talking about all this crazy shit. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I'm looking up where Magnolia is. It's near Runnymede. I don't know. Okay, what that is once either. again, Camden I have, County. Camden, oh, Camden. All right, so they're down south oh. by uh, by by Philadelphia. By Philly. Okay, I got you. Oh, well, it's our fan bases. Yeah, there. our biggest fan base is in Philadelphia, so we can uh, live with that, and we could definitely get down there. Philly, soon. yo! <laughs> all right, folks. Philly has great bars. They do. They really uh, do. South Street has uh, some of the best. We need bars. to get. We need to Most do fun like, bars of our. We need to do a show with Philly. This is my new. This is going to be my new mission, and maybe in June we'll do a Philly show. Oh, I'm definitely going to that then. Not in Philly. Oh, well, let's do a show in Philly. Well, we could, but we can't do that until after the baby. Don't wear my Mets jersey and see if they want to all fight me. <laughs> they will. You, they'll cut <laughs> you. In the I did. Lot. I got surrounded at a Pro Jam concert. You are going to get jersey. You're going to get, you're gonna get cut in the parking lot. I would have messed with Steve, man. He's wearing a Bruce Lee t-shirt right That's now. Right. He really is. <laughs> if you're looking on the uh, Ustream camera, right? He's uh, he, he knows some pretty cool. No, moves. we should do like a Philly <laughs> show because our, a lot of our fans are from down. No, there. I agree. I think we should definitely do a Philly show. And I, we know a lot of the Philly places. I'll, I'll hook it up. Yards is supposed to be a... Uh, Yards is supposed to be awesome. Yeah, I want to check out Yards. They, they have like, a <clears throat> skateboard park in the brewery or something. What? Really? Yeah, it was we like a warehouse go. and there's like some kind of skateboard park in the actual brewery. That's awesome. That's awesome. They like, do like stars. specials. Like they're like, you could buy this, like some kind of special. Like, you could buy the beer really, really cheap. Mm. Who else is down there? Yards. Um, Cow and Curd. Yeah. We know. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things in Philly, obviously. So Philly cheese steaks, awesome. I mean, like... Eat some cheese steak, get drunk, eat some cheese steaks. No, that, no, exa- no that's, that, that, that's... I almost got in a fight in Philly after a concert. <laughs> we were driving home, and uh, I tried to, like, beat some guy up because he was in my way. <laughs> I think everybody's almost gotten into a fight <laughs> in Philadelphia, so... <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't man. think that's news. But, um... Anyway, folks, uh, what I'm going to do now is uh, we have a uh, – uh, we were talking about him earlier, and that's Pops. He's actually going to come on the show now. He has something to talk about tonight. So um, I'm actually and, – and for him to come on the show, uh, we only have uh, – you know, we, we only have one mic for him to use, and that's mine. So i got to leave the studio, and uh, Pops is going to come on. And then once he's done, I'll come back. But I'm actually going to leave the mic and have Pops come on. And, uh, and let, let somebody uh, pre-warn you. Pops' opinions do not reflect that of drinking dirty in Jersey. So anything Pops says, uh, and he may or may not be on bath salts. Right, he may or may not be on bath salts. He usually so. is. It's like ninety nine. He usually is. So we'll we'll see what Positive. kind of condition he's in to, condition he's in tonight. So I'm going to leave right now and have him come on. So uh, I'll see you in a few. <clears throat> Yo, motherfucker! Yo, Pops! Yo, what the fuck up, you fucking honky ass crackers? <laughs> <laughs> now, if I was on some porn show, <clears throat> I'll just call him. Texting Tin Beal, whatever the fuck, I would have been thrown off. Whatever the fuck, I can talk about cum dodging, but I can't talk about honkers. That doesn't work, Pops. Pops a little uncomfortable though, because on the way here, I think Pops might have shot him. Oh, drink! That's right. That's right. Now I was going to talk about bathroom etiquette, but. What the hell is there to say? I take a shit. It looks like the cosmic kids are at the pool, and that's it. I don't want to talk about that no more. So what Pops wants to talk about is why that more, why aren't more of those classic honking movies, they should be remade with brothers. There ain't enough. I mean, I know that after the box office flop of Blanny, that's right, that's Andy with a black person, so it's Blanny. Blanny. That does bond. We need more. We need a comeback. So Pops has some ideas for some classic movies that could be made, remade with Pops as a star. My brother. That's right. <laughs> the brother. first one, the first one is The Terminator. It should be called the Duganator. And what I'll do is I'm going to travel back in time to kill Whitey. And then at the end, I'll transform into a woman so I can scissor Sarah Connor. That's right. Pop loves scissor. Pop loves scissor. That's right. That's right. Now, the next movie that we should take is that honking movie called The Big Lebowski. That's a crazy honking movie. I don't know. There's so many honkies in that. It's like, it's like a honky fest. It should be called The Big Crack House, see? That's what it should be called. And the, the movie would be just me and some midgets hanging out smoking crack. Now, that's an awesome movie. I'd watch that. I don't know about you. Shut up, you honky. you watch that movie. I know you would. Drinking whiskey over there, trying to get you broads. I can get you a midget tonight. You want to come to my car? I got some Asian midgets in my car. They go down on you, give you some nice uh, testicle sucking. You know what I mean? Yeah, you laugh, but you want it. I know you'd be coming to Pops after the show. Hey, man, can I get that midget testicle sucking? I'll give you a ride. Yes, that's right. So shut up. Just now, make sure you don't shart. 
Oh, drink! Good one, you honky bitch. All right. Now, the last movie that Pop is going to remake is, uh, you know that stupid movie called Philadelphia with that homo testicle Tom Hanks and he has AIDS and shit? Well, Pop's going to remake that movie. It's going to be called Denver. See, Pop's is going to have sickle cell. And Bob is going to be sick, but he's also going to have, he's also going to have yellow fever. And the only cure is to eat some Asian beaver. Oh, yeah. Now, that's a good movie. I think I'd watch all three of those movies. I don't know about you, but Bob's got to go. Fast thoughts wearing off. So Bob's going to go for tonight. And I'll, uh, I'll see you next week. Oh, by the way, next in steel, honky, 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 honky. That's right. Pop can say it on this show. Mendez out. Oh, my God. All right, I'm back. I'm oh, back. Oh, Pop had some great movie ideas. He did. Did he really? He wants to remake movies. Oh, does he? He wants to remake. Uh, the best one was he wants to make Philadelphia, but call it Denver, and he's gonna have sickle cell. Oh and God! He only cures some Asian beaver. Oh, Asian beaver cures sickle cell. Is that is that that's, correct? That's what he said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That wow. was the best one. Well, it's it's nice to see that he's a, he's a, has some great oh, marketing ideas and movie ideas. He cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> But I think now, folks, we're going to get into our uh, beer test. Oh, sure. Um, um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll hand them to you. And uh, I, we have two beers, uh, two beer companies tonight. We have uh, Unata. Unita. Unita. I think it's Uina. Uinta. Uinta and Sierra Nevada, which is a classic beer company. It's, we're but, probably saying it totally uh, wrong. What, I'm, what we're going to do is I'm going to so give Cassie the beer. She's going to open it. Tell us a little bit about it. Probably and then Gilk, do you want to partake? You want to have yes, a sip yes, of beer? Okay. Gilk says every beer sucks, though. So just yeah, beware. Yeah. Because it's not. That's like I could never be that guy, John Hall. Like I would go to their brewery and they would hate me because I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> they just hate me. They never want me back. Dude, like I would have not. not dude, the inside the cap says Earth, Wind, and Beer. Cool, groovy, groovy, groovy. All right, Cassie. So tell us. Uh, okay, well, what's this, this is, beer called? This their is pumpkin the, stinks. Th- okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop, Gilbert. This is the Monk Shine. Um, it is a Belgian style blonde, six point eight percent. Nice ABV. Okay, um, I tend to like these type of beers, so I'm going to taste this now. Very good. I actually like it. Um, it tastes like a Weiss beer, uh, like summery beer. It's a good day drinking beer. I'm actually going to hate it. it. I like it. So Gilk's going to try it now. And Gilk, uh, what do you think of this beer? It's all right. <laughs> it's not awful. It's like it's okay. It, it's okay. Okay, I like the beer. Gilk's not a big fan. So let's go to our next beer, and our next beer is going to be a Sierra Nevada. But uh, I'll have Cassie explain to you what the name of the beer is. And I've heard good things about this beer. What's the name Torpedo. of this beer? Uh, this is Sierra Nevada Torpedo. Torpedo, good name. It is a now they call it an extra IPA. I think it's like a triple IPA. Wow. So the ABV must be high on it. It probably is. If I could find it on here. It may not be on there. It might not be on there, but, but I'm sure if it's a triple IPA, nine-ish, nine-ish percent is a good percentage. Lupo would like half. that. Yes, um, nine and a half. So here, let's nine uh, or nine let's and a half. Taste, I would say. I let's don't taste know. this I'd bad to, motherfucker. I have to untap it. Let's taste this bad motherfucker here. Mm. Wow, for a triple IPA that is not as hoppy as you think it would be. I actually like this a lot. I like it better than the last beer. So far, that's my favorite. Really? Yeah. So, Gilk, uh, why don't you try that beer and uh, see what you think? And what? What's it's up? It's actually pretty good, right? It's pretty yeah, good. Wow! Really nice. Oh my god! If tr- if uh, I almost called him Trish. If Gilk <laughs> likes a triple IPA, that's random. <laughs> yeah, right. If Gilk likes a triple IPA, then that's big. That's good. Because yeah, Gilk's it's usually not- like, uh, tastes like pennies, right? Uh. <laughs> So far, that one's the winner. I think it's pro- it probably is around nine or nine and a half. Our it's next beer, good, we're going back to uh, Johnny Unitas. What's the name of the beer um, company? It is Utah. I don't. They're know. organic too. It says on the thing they're organic. Well, oh, no, nice. that one is organic. Oh, this one isn't. Yeah, I was exploding <gasps> a little bit. Exploding a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we have tons of uh, thousands of dollars of electrical equipment on the table, and that beer is exploding all over it, which is great. So if we get electrocuted in the next five minutes, that's why. Okay, um, this is um, this is Hopnosh. Mm-hmm. It used to be called Hopnotch, but they had a licensing issue mm-hmm. uh, and had to change it. Gotcha. So it's now Hopnosh. Um, it is a IPA, seven point three percent. Seven point three percent is nice. It's a regular IPA. It's not a double. It didn't anything. get on any equipment. Don't worry. Okay. Um, it's okay. It's not bad, but it it's hits- not nearly as good as the uh, last one. Not nearly as good as the last one. 
Uh, so Gil's going to try it. And Gil, a friend uh, of mine that I um, that I beer trade with loves that and can't. That's awful. Uh, yeah, we heard it. So we don't have to get Gil's opinion like on it. He said, "So much water." <laughs> now the next one we're going to try is back to Sierra Nevada. Um, Cassie, what's this next one we're going to try? This is Summerfest. Okay. This is actually their 2014 Summerfest. This is last summer's. So what type summer of beer fest. is this? This is a, a summer lager, crisp summer lager. So it probably tastes like a pale ale because. You know, Sierra Nevada loves our hops. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the percentage is on this. I'd say about six. Okay. The torpedo is 7.2. 7.2. 7. 7. That's it? Okay. Yeah. For a triple IPA, that's but, a yeah, little. Yeah. You think it'd be a little bit stronger than that? I would <clears throat> guess this is about six. Okay. So let's try this one. Um, here we go. Some There's fresh. a reason Sierra Nevada has been around this long. Let's just say that. Uh, not bad. Um, what I expect from a Summerfest beer. Not my favorite. I still like the other Sierra Nevada better, but um, in Sierra Nevada fashion, it's a good beer. I drink it. Um, and Gilk did a make a sound. So. I, I like Sierra Nevada too, though. Like, mm-hmm. There's a reason. Fan. There's a reason that they, um, you know, that they've been around forever. Mm-hmm. I think Sierra Nevada Pale Ale tastes the best out of a can. I've never had that on the can. I've only had a bottle. Craft beers are better in the can, period. Gilk likes it in the can. Yes. Yes, That's what I heard. That's what I heard. (laughs) As long as I don't sharp myself. Oh, Oh, drink. (laughs) All right. Our next beer, we're going back to Johnny Unitas beer. This is the Doobie. 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 Uh, Imperial Black IPA. 9.2% ABV. What's that saying like the DJs used to always say um, about the Doobie Brothers? Um, they uh, they aren't related, hobby. but they Doobie Brothers. <laughs> what? That's okay. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever heard. All right. This is the Imperial Black IPA. That Summerfest is like 2.4 IBV. ABV, whatever. 2.4? I don't know. That's what I, I searched. No, that's wrong. It can't be 2.4. It's probably a 5 or 6. All right. This is a uh, typical Imperial Black IPA. doesn't stand out to me. It tastes like any other Imperial Black IPA. Black that IPAs are not something I like. They're no. in, like the new thing this year, though. It's like that's the thing. I think I don't think that beer is new, but. All right. So, Gilk, what do you think of that one? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And... It's, I'm not. that. Gilk's not a fan of the Johnny United beers. whatever. It's our, our last beer. We're going back to Sierra Nevada. So far, Sierra, Sierra Nevada is uh, two and zero. Well, here. like I said, there's a reason. Yeah. So this is the flip side. This is a red IPA. This is actually a seasonal. Uh, comes out in the fall. Gotcha. So it's a little. It's a little old. The uh, the label is really cool looking too. Like, they actually re- use this beer as a replacement to another be- <gasps> beer, and it's leaking. Floor, floor, floor. That's right. We have another beer exploding on our electrical equipment. Okay. All right. I got the beer in my hand. It's a little wet. Yes. It's okay. We're professionals. Um, it didn't explode on the equipment. It exploded all over me. So it's okay. You know, not bad. Uh, it's a red IPA. It's not bad, but the other one, uh, the other two were better. Definitely. Put that one on the floor, Gilk, so it doesn't leak on anything. Um, Gilk, what do you think of it, though? Yeah, it's all right. It's not. It's, it's not, not. It's not impressive, right? Yeah, it's not like it's blowing me away. You know? <laughs> So, so the favorite, the favorite was the torpedo. The, the torpedo, torpedo by Sierra yeah. Nevada. I've heard so many good things about that beer. Like for a lot of good things. No, um, that's just an awesome, awesome beer. But Sierra Nevada has been around since the nineties. Yeah, they were uh, they were one of the first ones up there with um, Pete's Wicked Ale and uh, yeah. I mean, that, know, they were the first hoppy beer. Like people were right. like, "Oh, why does this taste so bad?" Like people weren't into. Hoppy stuff. They were, the one uh, guy from Kane was telling us they took the Ballantine IPA formula. Mm. When Ballantine went whatever bankrupt, and then I'm not surprised. Them, I wouldn't be surprised. They took the formula for Ballantine IPA, and that's what they based the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale off of. Oh, okay, that makes was, sense, though yeah. it does. And you know, it's just that's one of the beers that a lot of people that are into craft beer that was like their first craft beer was Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. It was one of mine because uh, what I did is I joined the microbrew club, like in the mid nineties, oh, yeah. where you got like a uh, I think back it was when they were called microbrews, which is yeah. dating us. You, you got like a <laughs> we're yeah, dating ourselves. I'm here old on the as show. shit, man. I got gray hair on my <laughs> testicles, but like uh, you fucking. You know, really? man, your face is always in that shit. Anyway, like I uh, used to get like a twelve pack a week, and like uh, it was always uh, usually like Sierra Nevada. Um, and I, I, I grew up loving those beers, so I'm a big fan I of Sierra was, Nevada. Brooklyn IPA was my first. Was it really? Okay, mine. Right. Well, you're younger than us a little bit, right? No, I'm not. Are you my age? Thirty five. Oh, you're older than me. Yeah, you're younger than me. 
Um, my first, my 35, first. Thirty-five, ladies. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. <laughs> Single. Established. Established. <laughs> Ready to rock. Sto- owns a liquor store. Gil, how many inches on the on the penis? Free booze. I, don't, I, I actually never measured. I've never measured. But your fingers just went really long, <laughs> like a Callahan's hot dog, my my, my friends. <laughs> Callahan's hot dog. Established. He makes lots of money. Runs a liquor, liquor store. store. He can give you free booze. Mm-hmm. Long Callahan's hot dog <laughs> in your face. All right, so listen. So my first, my first was a Pete's was Pete's Wicked. Mm-hmm. This this yeah. uh, strawberry whatever the fuck it was summer strawberry one. blonde. Yeah, and then I also used to drink a lot of Honey Brown too. Well, yeah, that was that was a craft beer. That wasn't really a craft beer. Yeah, but back then it was different than Budweiser or Coors Light or Magic Hat. Magic Hat was another one yeah. of the first ones. That's right. That's right. Out of Vermont. Yes. Hippie beer. Well, I heard that their brewery is awesome, but I they I have such a love hate relationship with their beer. I have like I want to tr- I want to love it, and then I taste it, and I'm like, this beer sucks. <laughs> no offense to Magic Hat. It's just I don't. It's not my. Thing. I don't think Magic Hat is going to take offense to that. I don't think Magic. Well, they're Hat- owned by AB Invev now, aren't they? Yeah, they're owned by uh, Bud. By so Bud? they're traders. I almost almost bought an Elysian beer for tonight. And I changed my mind because they're owned by ABF. So anyway, yeah, but they're not making them yet. So you could have Cassie. Why don't you wrap up for us? Tell us what's going on. Uh, All right. In so the next week, next week's a repeat. Uh, so we won't be on live, but uh, it's probably going to be this show that's repeated. So tune in anyway, and and you know if you missed this show or you want to listen to it again and hear Pops rant about movies and come <laughs> listen to it. Uh, April sixth is our next live show. We will have uh, Dog and Cask. Uh, out of Mawa on our show. Awesome. Um, no second guest yet, but we're working on it. So we'll keep you guys posted on our Facebook, our Twitter, our website. Um, you can also sign up for our newsletter. We've also got a sponsorship opportunity going on for anybody out there that's running a business that wants to pay, pay for some cheap sponsorship and have us plug their uh, their show or their uh, brewery, bar, brewery, bar, you know, whatever restaurant, it is. Restaurant, whatever it restaurant, is. Uh, place. We don't even care what it is. It could be like schmally porn or something. We don't care. Right. Um, <laughs> midgets. <laughs> midgets. Uh, we don't care. Yeah, midgets. Um, so anyway, uh, go check us out. Listen to uh, the show again. We air tomorrow again at 2. And that's it. Tune in and drink on. All right, folks. Woo! Mendez out. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio.